Adventures of a Modern Robin Hood. Well, I'm not very proud of my last exploit. I kidnapped a shrew, certainly, but she turned out better than I thought. Then her father suicided after committing two murders. Oh, yes. I caused Markham's suicide and the resultant exposure of company frauds. But for Catherine Markham, Kate to whom I played Petruchio, I would have wished a better ending. These were my thoughts as I sat in my chambers that Sunday night, when... Now, what was that? Curiosity took me to my window, and there, right opposite me, was the excitement of a police raid. Blue coats all over the place. So I watched. And saw? <laughs> Whom do you think? Mine ancient enemy, Inspector Ben Ford, in charge. But goodness me, Marmon Flats is a respectable establishment. Curiosity, however, beat me, and thus I sallied forth to the door of our very decorous building. Why, Ben, what's all the shindig about? Oh, sorry to disturb you, Fletcher, but you see what it is. No, I don't. Matter of fact, old chap, this is a very select neighbourhood. Police activity is, in a manner of speaking, rather frowned upon. Well, your exclusive and turned-up-nosed tenants in this very desirable neighbourhood may continue to frown. We've been informed that there's a baccarat school operating in Marmon Flats, and thus the raid. But confound it, there are 82 flats in that block. Surely there can't be 82 baccarat players or baccarat schools? Of course not. We had our suspicions, especially of the occupant of the penthouse. Oh, who's that? An apparently harmless old chap, Nathan Forbes. Oh, excuse me, Fletcher. I'll have to see this thing through. I'm afraid we may have pulled a boner. I'll see you later. Come and see me when you're through. All right, I shall. I'll get aloft to my own place. <laughs> I think Barbara should see this. Nathan Forbes. Yes? You, Rowling? Yes. Switch on the bookcase and come through. I've got something to show you. Right. Be with you in a minute. Good. Well, here I am. What's on? Come over to the window. There. You see an old friend? Inspector Ford and Squad investigating Marmon Flats in search of a Baccarat den. Ridiculous. <laughs> yes, I think so, too. Or do I? Mr. Nathan Forbes is not yet entirely retired from business. Nathan Forbes? Exactly. One of your father's erstwhile friends. Yes. I'd like to get hold of him. Oh, yes, you shall. But in the meantime, look below in the street. All right, everyone into the wagon. Calvert, Price, take him away. All right, away with you. I'll have something to say to you when I get back. I don't think a raid like that matters to us. Do you, really? No, I don't. But why was Inspector Ford interested in a Baccarat school? It's not his line of country at all. I thought he'd been detailed to track down the, um, Grey Goose, <laughs> and was concentrating on that. I don't like it, Rowley. 
opposite is far too near to be pleasant. But there are 82 tenants over the way. How's he going to comb out 82 different people and their associates? I still don't like it. It's too near home. Aha, uh -huh, someone coming down the passage. Vamoose, Barbara, through the bookcase. Hurry! Right. Good. And switch your mic on and listen with all your ears. Coming! Oh, glad you're still in, Fletcher. Can I come in? Why, certainly. Have a drink? Thanks very much. So seldom you honour me with a visit, Ben. Now, what can I do for you? Well, nothing much, except I thought as you live opposite this flat, you, uh, you might be able to tell me of some of their activities. Oh, not a hope, Ben. I'm not at home much, and when I am, I take my knitting into that far corner under the lamp. Now, don't rag, for <laughs> heaven's sake. It's just a forlorn hope. But what are you doing, chasing the gamblers? Off my line entirely, except that we were tipped off that the grey goose was to be there. The devil you were. Yes, hence, of course, my interest. And was he? Oh, not a sign of him, of course. How was the tip given to the yard uh, that he might be among those present? A telephone message. And the caller said a goose feather would be planted in the penthouse and so substantiate his presence. And you fell for that one? Yes, I did. You see, I can't overlook one solitary clue in this chase. Oh, of course not. So I staged the Baccarat raid with only one object in view. And the result? No Baccarat, no grey goose. Did you find a grey goose feather? Oh, yes. It was there, all right. In the keyhole of the penthouse door. Extraordinary. Yes. And more extraordinary, Fletcher. I don't for a moment think that the grey goose was there. Neither did he plant the feather. It's strange. I feel that too, Ben. Somebody's wangling something. Not for the first time. To put you on the scent of the grey goose. And while you're off on a wild grey goose chase, they'll achieve their own ends. That's my own theory. Well, thanks for the drink. I'll be off. Um, would you mind at times casting your eye across that back street and if you see anything suspicious, giving me a ring? As far as I'm able, I will. And I hope I'll find something that'll help. Thank you. It's rather a nasty trick, some bloke other than the grey goose planting a feather to divert attention, don't you think? Definitely. Mm. The same idea was adopted by Markham, who had two killings to his discredit and left a grey goose feather at each. Did he really? You see... Whatever this Calliware Grey Goose is up to, he never murders, of that I'm sure. <laughs> I'm certain you're right, Ben. Good night, old boy. Good night, Fletcher. Now, that gives me something to think about. Yet another man using my feathers. The first, a killer, and the next, who? Who the devil? Barbara! How... I did go into my own flat. And suddenly I felt an urge to have a look across the road to the Marmon Flats. So I came round out of my entrance up in the lift and let myself into your bathroom. Do you have a good wash? Don't get facetious, because I've been seeing things. Terrible. The sponge having an affair with an old geezer, I suppose. Don't rag, Rowley. <laughs> I think you're going to be interested, as a matter of fact. All right, Barbara. Shoot. Well, I hadn't been at the window five minutes before I saw a man go in the front entrance. So strange. Don't scoff yet. He obviously took the lift to the penthouse. Eight floors up. Hmm, wise fellow. You know, the lift passes up at the front of the building. That's how I knew, and I saw his shadow on the blind. Easy. All right, be clever if you must. But in one minute, the same man came out again from the front door. How do you know it was the same man? All right, now you've got to listen. The man I saw enter was dressed in a largish black overcoat and a black Homburg hat. 
Netty and neat, if I may say so. The silhouette on the blind exactly covered that outline. But where does that get you? Oh, you are exasperating. One minute later, damn it, one minute literally, a man in a black Homburg and long black overcoat left the building. You must surely know, Barbara, that there are unfortunately no exclusive styles now in London. Wait. Now look, you, you unbeliever. Look from this window just for a moment or two. Just to satisfy your curiosity. <gasps> mm, I'm sleepy. Oh, do wait. I'm sure there's something queer going on. These men were exactly alike, every detail. Same men, I expect. Nothing to it. Wait. Do you see what I see? Definitely. A gentleman in a black Homburg hat and black dress overcoat returning to his flat in Marmon. Gent number three. Do all the gentlemen tenants of Marmon flats go out dressed alike? Raleigh, sometimes I think you're obstinately obtuse. That accounts for three men dressed in identical fashions going into a block of flats recently raided by the police, and you think nothing of it. Oh, but I do, Barbara. I think there's only one man, and he keeps bobbing in and out for reasons of his own. Maybe he's got a club handy and goes out to have a nip of the necessary. Uh oh There. Maybe I... The other man, the last, hasn't come out. And yet here's another, a fourth black Homburg and black dress overcoat. Well, smarty pants, what now? What of the grey feather planted at that penthouse opposite? And what of four black Homburgs? Four black Homburgs. You remind me of a favourite song of my mother's, Three Green Bonnets. All right, Barbara, you win. Feathers and Homburgs have to be investigated. Right. Hop through the hole in the wall, chain into black slacks and a sweater, and meet me below in five minutes, and we'll explore Marmon Flats. Right. Well... Maybe Barbara has something here. I wouldn't take much notice of our four black Homburgs. But I do worry over somebody using a grey goose feather. Oh, I don't really know what to expect, but we're in now for weal or woe. Right onto the roof. Now to explore the penthouse. It's all in darkness. Now where are your Homburg-hatted friends? Not a soul about. Not a soul? Which, when you come to think of it, is rather strange. Where can your friends have gone to? What do we do? We enter the penthouse. Ready? Yes. All right, now steady while I maneuver this lock. Good. Shine your torch. What a lovely place. I could comfortably live here. But you'll die here. <coughs> just in time. He's out to it. Rolly. It's all right. They left a guard in the penthouse. I just saw him make a dive and cracked him in time. You know, a crack in time saves quite a number. <laughs> Where do you think what would have happened had he given the alarm? Do you know something, Barbara? Go on. I know you've got an idea. Yes, I have. I have got an idea. Now listen. Four Homburg hats, four black dress overcoats. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, look. I've yet to find one Homburg hat and one dress overcoat. You see? Add that up and it's... Five. Five? No, my dear. Just one. One. <laughs>
And so Roland Fletcher, the modern Robin Hood, enters on another adventure. Where will this episode take the Grey Goose?